Hey, Dr. Tia. Hi, Dr. Joy. How's it, how's it going? Good. How are you out in cold, cold New York? <laughs> it's still cold, but it's actually getting a little warmer, but I'm doing fine. How are you in sunny California? Sunny. I live in the north, so it's not that sunny, but the sun comes out more, I would say, than it does where you are. But when are you coming back, back to Cali, Cali? Oh, I don't know. Hopefully sometime <laughs> soon. Hope Maybe this is my year, actually. This is your maybe year. This is, the year. <laughs> this is your season, okay? <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to the MB's Girlfriend Experience podcast. We're so excited to have you on our very first episode. You know, this is... Um, brainchild of brilliant Dr. Joy um, and myself, and we just really are excited to have you here today. So let's get into it. This is our first episode. I have bells or something going. (laughs) Um, And so really, you know, New York, New Year, who this is 2023. Thank the Lord. We made it another year past the pandemic. And really, when we talk about who this is us. So we wanted to introduce ourselves to you and kind of tell you about our new year uh, routines, but also really first tell you about what was so great about 2022 in terms of our routines. And the reason why we're focusing on routines is because we know that the way you do things and how you do it and getting the habit of whether it's just black girl magic or habit of excellence or habit of just chilling and minding your business. Those are the things that really help us thrive is when we get in the habit of doing stuff. So we really wanted to kind of focus on that. So um, Dr. T, you want to go first and tell us about, you know, what was so great about 2022 for you in terms of routine? Yeah, I mean, 2022 was a big year. I think Mm. obviously, you know, every time New Year comes around, it causes you to reflect on the prior year as things were wrapping up. And, you know, it, it gives you a lot to be excited about for the upcoming year. So when I think back to 2022, you know, there were a few things that I think I did well. (laughs) Now, you know, we can be super critical of ourselves, but, you know, one thing was just trying to establish a better bedtime routine. Mm. Um, You know, 2022 was the year that I finally caught COVID and it really took me down. Um, What month did you get it? You got the early Omicron or you got like... no, late. Yeah. And it was rough, but you know, I'm almost glad in a way that I had started on this um, you know, kind of like really aggressive sleep hygiene practice mm. because COVID, you know, sapped my energy, made me just so, you know, afraid of like, oh my gosh, I hope this isn't gonna be like a long lasting thing. And I really think that aggressive rest and sleep is what helped mm. me during cover and so like setting a do not disturb you know really putting the phone down do not disturb is life let me tell you that's me do not disturb is where it's at it's life like, <laughs> it's it's so important you know just limiting that bedtime screen time television um you know getting back into just like a really nice routine like super comfortable pajamas making sure <laughs> that the bed is clean making sure that the room is clean um, and trying to get enough sleep. And so I think that that was like something that I did that was, you know, a, a definitely a plus and something I want to carry into 2023. What what worked well for you in 2022? 
2022 was 2022 girl so many twos 22 <laughs> 2022 was an interesting year so you know for me 2022 will always be the year that I like survived so I don't you know I know people talk about the maternal you know black maternal health rate uh excuse me black maternal mortality rate and you know for me for me to live a year and for my daughter to live a year and we marked you know a year of survival in February 2022 that was like massive for me like I was playing Kanye West uh life of the party over and over again after her birthday party because it was like you know he had this line was like I'm, I'm still alive like you know Beyonce's it feels good to be alive it just felt good to know that I had made it past that like year where the stakes were really high statistically um and so honestly I have to say you know the hardest part with having a baby is like the sleep factor so mine kind of like links in with yours and I honestly will say the thing that I got right in my best routine of 2022 was the mommy and me routine like Nina Simone's routine has gotten me information. Like, you know, <laughs> sis gotta be in bed. I gotta go. I'll be at any function. It's like, gotta go. We leaving. Um, and that has, in this, a major way, helped me sleep more. Because honestly, I was like, you know, I, I would probably go to bed at midnight before I had mm -hmm. a daughter. But now I'm like, okay, like eight, nine o'clock. I'm trying to stretch it out so I don't wake up like at four o'clock in the morning because, you know, I, the problem with doing residency is that you can thrive off of very little sleep. <laughs> so I honestly have not been able to like reverse that. Mm -hmm. But um, our mommy and me routine has been great. Uh, we have so many weekends together, whether it's like taking like day trips, taking longer trips. Um, it's just been great to have like this, like, I feel like I'm like almost like a museum curator. Like I'm curating the world for my daughter. And that okay. has made me, you know, be become adventurous, but also still within the same confines of like the rules, you know, in terms of mm -hmm. like bedtime is this time. So I don't care if I'm in this city or that city, this is your bedtime, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, it's just been great because I, we did spend a lot of time discovering California this year. I made it a point because of COVID, despite catching COVID, well, mm -hmm. well, from my daughter, <laughs> womp womp, yeah. from daycare in January uh, 2022. Um, yeah. We really like only stayed in California. So we literally, I think I've- But there's happy. so much to do and there's see so in much. California. I'm like, like, this life, this California life is just so diverse. Like, you know, we, you yeah. know, like we, for Christmas, we went to Lake Tahoe. Like you got to have mountains and snow and then you can come right back down the mountain and it's like a little bit warmer and you're like, okay, I need a little <laughs> jacket. So, and I think this is the first time we had crossed state lines because we stayed in Nevada up by Tahoe. And so I was like, oh, oh wow. like, you know, we really stayed in California this year yeah. um, or last year rather. And so really I'm looking forward to this year to us like really breaking out and doing a new international mommy and me routine. So we probably going to get this, you know, back on some Easter standard time, come see Dr. Tia, yeah. Dr. Ponte Tia. And um, also we're hopefully getting to Africa. So we're just really excited um i'm excited really just you know being able to have like gotten that down because my daughter's yeah. almost two and i feel like we're in a good routine where it's like she even knows what time it is like she knows if it's saturday versus sunday because saturday morning mm -hmm. she gets to watch her french cartoons in the morning and then mm -hmm. sunday morning she gets to, she gets to watch church and so mm -hmm. she knows after that day it's like we're going back to daycare we're my friends and that's it <laughs> so it's just you know it's it's a it's a beautiful life and i'm really yeah. grateful for the work that I put into and honestly the boundaries because I had to set a lot of boundaries with work about how I raised my daughter and making sure I didn't work weekends. And so that mm -hmm. really made all the difference. 
That's incredible. I mean, there's so much there in terms of one, you know, kind of making use of what's available to you. You know, the mom of like a very young child, you know, growing toddler, wanting to explore, being someone who's super adventurous, um, but then realizing that there's still so much around you to do and see and incorporate in that. And I love just hearing about like your boundaries around like bedtimes and routine and, you know, even work boundaries that you need in order to thrive and to like make it to this point. That's incredible. You know, I think another big thing for me when we talk about like just travel was, you know, I really missed a lot of people this year. I missed, you know, some friends and connections and even family members that I had not seen, you know, due to the pandemic due to moving during the pandemic. Um, And so I kind of made it a point to really kind of like reach out and reconnect with folks. Mm. And that was like a huge part of the year, you know, whether it was like a short weekend trip or a longer trip or, you know, trying to go to a few more social events, you know, in the summer things were outdoors or masks or whatever, just as a, a way of kind of reconnecting. And that's its own form of like, you know, self-care and and recharging. And I've seen a lot of, you know, we saw a lot of like pictures about people kind of like doing a holiday thing with their family again for the first time. And, Mm. you know, I I don't see any big bumps in the the COVID numbers like the way we did last year with Omicron right after Thanksgiving. Um, This year had its own challenge. Last year had its own challenges. We're still kind of in it with this tridemic. But, you know, I think, that that element of being able to kind of like reconnect, um, you know, kind of come together a little bit more celebratory or just to like see each other, like see new God babies that I literally haven't seen since the pandemic um, just because of, you know, everything that was going on. And so I think that was super, super cool for 2022. All right. So we are girlfriends, but we also are MDs. So we're going to talk about some other routines. Um, and so Why don't we do our medical leave segment? Yeah, sure. So, you know, what we want to do with medical leaves is, you know, try to present, you know, something that we feel you should know that, you know, followers ask us about that we want to make sure that you have like the facts on. So this week for medical ease, we wanted to talk about health screenings, because I think a big part of, you know, routine and just overall care and wellness is like taking care of yourself and your body. And a lot of that is interacting with the healthcare system. Uh, And so we wanted to be super clear on like, you know, what is a screening versus like a diagnostic test? Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk a lot this year about, you know, different types of screenings that we want you to have at different times and why it's important. But Dr. Joy, do you want to talk about like healthcare screenings? All right. So screening. So when we say screening, think, imagine like it's something that's so high risk that pretty much everybody has. So we should test everybody for it. It's not about your specific, like, Oh, like I don't have family history or there's no reason why you should be quote unquote exempt. Everybody just gets it just so that we can make sure that we find it in the population. So case in point, breast cancer, one out of eight women in the U S will have breast cancer. So we test screen everybody at the age of 40 for mammograms. Now, you know, doctors here know that I have some issues. I'm like, I'm pushing 39 and I'm like, just can I please just get one mammogram before 40 just so I can feel comfortable because I know a lot of black women 
And black women do tend to get a lot of breast cancer younger than 40. And so it's kind of hard because the these screening guidelines come from the general population, but a subpopulation of ours doesn't necessarily cover us. And so I always encourage all black women to get their mammograms, especially starting at 40, because that's the guidelines. But, you know, sometimes you might be able to like, you know, negotiate, which I'm hoping to do this year and see if you can get one sooner, especially if you have family history. But just because I mean, personally, I know at least five people who have breast cancer less than 40. And those are people who would not have been tested just because that means you had to discover a lump. And that means that lump is already pretty big enough that you know, either your doctor would have seen it or felt it or palpated it, or you would have. And so doctors clinically, the clinical breast exam about one and a half centimeters is what a, a clinical clinician can pick up on exam. And when we talk about self-breast exams, which was a big thing in the 90s, and actually now we're pushing more towards preaching self-breast awareness and just knowing what your breasts are and knowing something's different, like, is that that was not there before? Or is my nipple inverted when it wasn't before? Or is there something on my skin that's different? Um, we want you to have that awareness because we found that for you to do an exam and find a mass yourself, it has to be like two and a half centimeters, which is pretty big in the grand scheme of a cancer mass. So Really, when we talk about screening, means just do it, Nike. Like, <laughs> do not pass, go, do not collect 200, just go get your screening. Um, what are some other examples of screening tests that we recommend? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. So many of our screenings are geared towards cancer kind of detection and prevention. Um, and, you know, a big part of that is because the, the cancers that we are able to screen for, you know, one of the reasons why we push for screening so much is because if you intervene early, it can significantly impact your survival and even your response to treatment. So one, you know, common one that you're going to hear us talk about um, is pap smears. The pap test is a, a screening test for cervical cancer, but it can also pick up changes that happen before the cancer takes root. And therefore we can intervene and hopefully prevent progression to cervical cancer. In the same vein, colonoscopies are right. actually screening tests that are you know, designed to pick up colon cancer. And they can also, if there are precancerous changes, a lot of times in the form of uh, what we call polyps, they can be removed and that can prevent your progression to cancer, but also kind of increase your, um, you know, the, the, uh, the rate at which you need to be followed. Um, there are other, you know, kind of screening tools. That okay, so we have this segment called City Girls Sermon. And sometimes you just got to speak life not only into the audience, but also into yourself. So typically in future episodes, we will definitely be giving you guys some treats and giving you some encouragement. But for today, we're going to speak life into ourselves and really talk about the routines that we want to manifest for ourselves in 2023. So I'm going to go first because am I Carisha or am I JT? Carisha, <laughs> please. Carisha, please. We're trying to get to your level, girl. Okay. So um, in terms of my City Girl Sermon to myself, to my future joy, my future Dr. Joy, number one, I want to make more time for my business. I have definitely shifted into a completely self-employed person, which is scary and exciting all at once. And that was my big hurdle of 2022. But in this 2023, I want to make more time for my business and not for my work, which pays my bills. And 
the next part of that number two is really like how do I take care of myself, my vessel. So my skin routine, there's been a shift. I see certain products. I'm trying to find a new routine. That is definitely something I'm working on this year because my skin, no, my skin is my, that's my feature that I love. And I have not, it's been, I think it's on the mask me, but you know, we're going to, we're going to set that out. I think 2023 is going to be the year of braids. I'm just telling y'all now y'all going to see more braids and lots of braids and lots of long-standing braids, these tiny braids, because I need them to last forever so I can focus on my work and also so I can focus on working out. I looked back at 2022 and I honestly just got back on my Peloton bike like at the very end of 2022 in December after being on hiatus from February. And honestly, I know a lot of that had to do with my hair because even though I'm natural, certain styles don't take to like that sweat out. And so unless I have the tiny braids, I will not be on the bike. And so that's this hair routine will also be a part of my workout routine so that I am working out. So Dr. Tia, I will see you on the bike. Lastly, welcome back. Number three. And lastly, I'm going to say that I am going to, my mommy and me routine was like getting it last year. I'm going to spend more time on myself this year and really like do my own thing. I did my first trip away from my daughter in November of 2022 and it was fun. I just realized the bar is really high. I have to have a really good time for me to be away from my child because I actually like being and spending time with my child. So I'm looking for great and fun, exciting things to do this year with and without her because I think it's important that I get back to the joy that I know. So those are my routines. Okay, Carisha or you, JT? Marisha, please. Um, okay, so I love that. I think that's incredible. You know, for me, I mean, I thought a little bit about this. Like, 2022 was a big year. There was a lot that, you know, went on. And I did a ton of self-work. And I really just want to continue to build on that. So mm. I think for me, for 2023, um, one thing that comes to mind is just kind of more mindfulness, like more living in the moment, you know, putting your phone down or turning it off because who cares, right? Um, You know, I'm a kind of person who has a schedule and itinerary for my day for little Virgo energy, Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. Huge. (laughs) But I want to just be able to like explore and leave things up to spontaneity and just, you know, um, not have to think about every single little thing. There's some things that, yes, have to be kind of managed out. But I think for me, more mindfulness, even in small things like your walk home or your drive home or a meal, um, I think could really go a long way. So that is my charge. And I think my therapist will be proud. Um, another big one is just kind of like more fun. And so mine is twofold. Like I'm really big on adult fun. So I'm a big, you know, theater buff and I love concerts and I love fancy vacations and good meals. Um, but you're I such think a New Yorker. I, Basically, you're from New York. This, this is how I live. <laughs> you, know, you know how we do, Joy. But I want to do more just like kid fun. So we've been talking a lot about inner child work. And like, I was never like an athletic kid or anything, but like, just having more fun. Like when's, I mean, you, you did it with like the double Dutch and like, that's what I was going to say. That helped me tap into my inner girl child. And like surfing and like just doing like really silly, fun stuff, a bouncy house. Like, I don't care. Like, I think those kinds of like expressions of just like really pure kind of childlike joy 
is something that I think I want to get into more of this year. Well, I think that's your, you know, commercial for you to come visit in California because we've got lots of those things that you mentioned. I can't wait. I can't wait. And here's where to find us. I am Dr. Tia Jackson Bay. I'm a board certified obstetrician, gynecologist, and infertility specialist. The long name for that is reproductive endocrinology and infertility is my field. I'm based in Brooklyn, New York, and you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Tia Jackson Bay. All right. Hi, I'm Dr. Joy Cooper. I am a board certified obstetrician gynecologist based in the Bay Area of California. I am currently not seeing patients in person anymore. I'm completely 100% telehealth. You can find me at Culture Care. Our website is OURculturecare.com because we do it for the culture, our culture. We are a telemedicine startup that is connecting Black women with Black physicians at the cost of a copay. So if you would love to see me and you're based in California and New York shortly, you can just go on our website and see me. Thanks for joining us and don't forget to subscribe and check out our website, mdgfexp.com. Have a great one, girlfriends.